0: to put a few things in context. Um, I'm letting those who really know, support, and love me know that this this is a family feud. Yesterday was a day I didn't think I'd ever see. Nevertheless, at this point I'm pretty much prepared for anything. After I learned my niece was cooperating with the investigators, I prayed and I thanked God. Also, I did some thinking as I often do throughout this whole process. Ask myself, if I were them, what could be said that legitimately make this make sense and spare them from crazy? My answer is nothing. Knowing that there's no right answer to explain their ongoing actions and years of support for Robert once learning about that tape, the clear plan is to try to take me down because I've been so vocal. I knew that there was some anger and resentment because of my stance, which is why I'm like, okay, they're going to handle it their way. And I'm going to handle it my way. And I was thinking one day my niece will be older and we'll have a real heart to heart conversation and there's no expiration on this concept, but I'm very clear that day ain't close. I knowa speaking privately and candidly to her it looks like betrayal of her. I know speaking privately and candidly to her it looks like betrayal of her mother. But now being an adult, I was hoping she was closer to being more independent thinking at this point. Yesterday my niece absolutely <clears throat> she absolutely doing the will of her mom. This is another form of the terrible decision-making of her mom. And in my opinion, the unfortunate continuing allegiance to Robert. As the youngest of the group and all I've ever known was family and community. So I operated from that space from the beginning of my career by bringing them in to show them that it was not just about me, but about us getting this record deal that I was about to get. We were a gospel group just years prior. So me thinking about them for them was partly programmed in me, all I knew. Again, because Robert was given the opportunity to have his own imprint record label, I introduced my sister, my brother-in-law, and my niece to Robert at CRC Studios in 97, in hopes of landing my niece a career as an artist in this industry not a concert, as she testified. I didn't stop there. I asked Robert to check out my brother-in-law who played the guitar and other family members in hopes he'd assist them with their musical careers as well. I'm saying this again. I'm saying this again to say not all that you heard yesterday from my niece is true. I don't want to hinder this legal process, I don't, but to testify that I had my niece sit on Robert's lap and rub his head and have her ask him to be her godfather is an absolute fucking lie. You all cannot imagine the hurt that comes from pain caused by the people that you live and are willing to die for. Another lie, Robert and I were never in a romantic relationship, never to show you sabotage is a highly priority within them. If Robert and I were in a romantic relationship, you and your mom was cool allowing you to start a relationship with him. Again, no right answers for their actions. This journey of mine, I started with the greatest of intentions and all I've gotten from it is hell. This is not how we were raised and it has fucked up family names, relationships, And the death, allegedly. Enough is enough. I've endured being not believed before, so my niece's false statements don't...
1: All right, y'all, listen. Welcome to Hollywood Deli. If you aren't um, clear on the R. Kelly case, what is happening is he was convicted already of uh, sex trafficking and got 30 years now he's on trial again for other charges in chicago i believe and um who you heard speaking was sparkle sparkle was a singer of and a protege of r kelly okay apparently uh sparkle's niece wanted to be a rapper and she introduced her to r kelly for whatever reason i don't know how r kelly was going to help a rapper he's already singer but whatever so, Sparkle, um, you know, career didn't really go very well. And it was rumors that, um, you know, Sparkle's niece was the one in the video. And Sparkle was the one who pointed her out, allegedly, to um, the authorities and called Child Protective Services, she said. And when all those amenities and powers to be got involved... The niece refused to cooperate. So he ultimately got off from the case. That's why he was never charged back in the day because the niece refused to pop- to cooperate. And the reason why she refused to cooperate allegedly was that um, R. Kelly paid her family $2 million and continued to take care of her throughout the years. And so, and she was still visiting R. Kelly even after this. And what happened to that young lady was really disgusting. In the video, she was 14 years old and he he had her like dancing, and then he um started having sex with her, and then he um he started to urinate on her, and I couldn't fathom what that young lady was feeling. So some of the details of the, the trial got out, and some someone named David Byn- Bynum uh, was talking about what all take took place. You know, um so. Here were some of the things that were said. Um, So the prosecutors asked, why were you willing to do these things? Um, This was to the Jane Doe. She responded, again, I was in love with R. Kelly and I was submissive. So I went along. I'm sorry, I I skipped a couple of things. Let me me go back. Let me go back, y'all. Hold on. Sorry. All right. So the next witness to be called to the stand in R. Kelly's federal trial in Chicago will be called Jane. Um, they don't want to give her name, the woman who allegedly appeared in four sex tapes R. Kelly made um, in 1998 when he was 31 and she was 14. Um, Jane says it was her aunt, and this is referring to Sparkle, who first introduced her to R. Kelly after the gospel concert. They met backstage and later met again a few months later when R. Kelly came to a performance put on by Jane's music group. Now, then Jane goes on to say, her aunt pushed her to get close to R. Kelly. She said, I should ask him to be my godfather and I should rub his head and ask him to take that role in my life. Jane says R. Kelly chuckled and said yes. Her parents, she says, also approved. This is disgusting. Jane says she was 13 years old when she asked R. Kelly to be her godfather. Following following him becoming her godfather, she says her conversation with him changed. It became sexual. He would ask me questions on the phone like, what color panties are you wearing? Fucking pervert. Then um, what else happened? She said. Then R. Kelly also began asking her about her breast developing, and other sexual issues, and that it eventually progressed to phone sex. Kelly said, "Would um, Kelly was Kelly?" She said, "Would tell her over the phone that he was jerking off. What a fucking pervert." She says her relationship with R. Kelly became physical in 1998 when she was 14. While they were both alone on the couch in Chicago track studio one night, she says Kelly began rubbing her breast and vagina. Jane said that her parents felt comfortable enough with R. Kelly at the time of their first sexual encounter that they didn't mind her spending time alone with him. The parents need to be prosecuted. And I believe that Sparkle was a part of it. And I believe that she was partly trying to cover her tracks and I don't believe this, this facade she's putting on now because now that the niece is cooperating, she knew, I think she knew damn well what she she was doing. I don't think this girl is lying about Sparkle introducing um, her niece to uh, Sparkle introduce her niece to him. And why would you introduce her to him anyway? For what? When everybody in the industry knew he was into little girls, so I think that is that Sparkle is completely complicit in all of this. This is just my opinion. Jane says that she, she had sex with R. Kelly an uncountable time amount of times before she turned eighteen. Doe estimates it it as hundreds of times. Jesus. Continuing, Jane says R. Kelly started giving her alcohol when she was 14. It helped me loosen up. It took me away from the moment, Jane tells the federal prosecution. Jane also alleges R. Kelly encouraged her to bring her other teenage friend, female friends into the sexual relationship. This is his whole ML. He uses the other women, well, little girls to recruit other little girls. Specifically, Jane says Kelly crushed on two other alleged victims in this case. Jane's friend Pinky and Brittany. Jane says she was between 14 and 16 when she began to have sex with Pinky and R. Kelly together. Damn he got these little girls doing orgies. However, she says they stopped after Jane found out R. Kelly was sleep seeing Pinky outside of their mutual sexual encounters. Jane says she broke her friendship with Pinky over this. And Jane tells prosecutor her sexual relationship with R. Kelly became somewhat normal due to her viewing him as an adult 30 figure and due to her genuine affection. He told me he loved me and that he would protect me. It made me feel good, Jane said. Sad. Just sad. Just looking for love. Her parents just fed her to the fucking wolves. Why were you willing to do those things, the prosecutor asked Jane. Jane responded, again, I was in love with R. Kelly, and I was submissive, so I went along with it. Jane confirmed R. Kelly began videotaping her, engaging in sex acts with him from the time she was 14. Jesus, he got probably got hundreds of videos. I felt uncomfortable, she said, but as she went along with it because he was an authority figure over me, and I didn't feel comfortable saying no, Jesus. If Jane confirmed it it's her on the four alleged sex tapes at the center of this case, it will be a reversal of her testimony before the the um, lost um, the Chicago grand jury in two, 2020 2002. At that time when R. Kelly faced 21 child porn counts in Chicago state, I'm sorry in Illinois state court, Jane denied it was her in the videos, of course, because he was, he was paying her family and the family told her, look, keep your fucking mouth shut. Um, He's paying our bills. He's giving us money. Be quiet. Jane said, um, said she thought she was giving him something that he wanted and making the sex tapes. This was a relationship. And these are normal things that happen." Jane said, answering prosecutors as to why she agreed to be videotaped if she felt uncomfortable. It's just sad, it's just sad. These little girls were given to R. Kelly and that's why he felt so comfortable in doing what he did. And the parents protected him. And not only should R. Kelly be prosecuted, so should the parents. This is disgusting. And I Sparkle. And that's why I Sparkle was speaker because I Sparkle introduced R. Kelly to the niece, which didn't need to happen. Why are you introducing her to him? Y'all cannot tell me y'all didn't know about his relationship with, with um Aaliyah when it came out, when it was revealed that he actually married her at fourteen years old. Y'all cannot tell me this. You can't. You can't tell me you didn't know this, Sparkle. You and then also you knew about some of his weird behaviors where he had people not speaking to you, and you you found that odd and was when you found out it was happening. Why would you think oh, if he's just controlling with me and manipulative? He wouldn't be that with your niece. You're implicit in all of this. And I do not believe for one second that you didn't know what was going on. And that's just my thoughts.